Take your recovery to the bank. Hurt 911 has doctors to help you recover and experienced attorneys that can get you the compensation that you deserve. 1-800-HURT-911. You must get your accident injuries properly treated and documented. If you have no treatment, you have no case, you have no case, you have no cash. And a second opinion can always get you first-rate compensation. You want to partner with the best attorneys in Atlanta if you have been injured in a car accident. No matter what's going on right now, car accidents are still happening, and you need HURT-911. The 1-800-HURT-911 doctors are all vetted. The facilities are state-of-the-art and at the highest standards of cleanliness. They go the extra mile to help you get appointed with the right attorney to handle any legal matters. The first 72 hours after a car accident are critical. A common injury like whiplash can go undetected for days, even weeks, can last for years if left untreated. HURT-911, we're here to help you get Back to life. 1-800-HURT-911. Don't let a car accident severely diminish your quality of life. The sooner you get treated, the less treatment you require. And it may prevent costly medical procedures down the road. 1-800-HURT-911. That's the number. 1-800-HURT-911. 1-800-HURT-911. I'm really excited to introduce Jack. Cadillac Jack, my second act. It's smooth like a martini, shaken but not stirred. Debbie and I have had the immense pleasure of knowing Caddy and Donna for 15 years. Great friends and great neighbors. A little known fact, their living room is not optimized for a big bloke to play hide and seek. Let that marinate for a while. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, you know the... Um the viral thing going on right now on social, all the social platforms like see one, send one, see a puppy. Cause it's supposed to like make you feel better during these times. Like see a puppy, send a puppy. And so you send a picture of your puppy and someone sends it back. See a, see 50, see 10 pushups, do 10 pushups. So I've got one I want to do. See a school bus, send a school bus. I mean, if you happen to see to a your bus, house, Oh, please. If you happen to see one rolling down the street, Send it my way. I mean, I have you seen the meme about Brittany? Like, what Brittany are you at? I haven't explained it. Well, what level? Unfortunately, you know, Brittany had some crazy times. So, being home with everyone, like, what level of Brittany are you? And at? so, it's ten different pictures. I would ten imagine different Brittany pictures, one yeah. through ten. Where are you? I have the umbrella. That's got to be like nine. I'm at nine or something. Okay. I think you're about at seven where she shaved her head. Yeah. Times are tough. But we're all in this together. We're all in this together. As they say in High School Musical, which we, we keep saying we're going to watch. watch. The kids don't even want to watch this. Seriously, Don and I had dinner the other night. We're like, listen, we're going to, we're going to movie night tonight. We're going to watch High School Musical. We're all in, in this, this together. together. Get, you, get your head in the game. Yeah. Get your head in the game. Yeah. And the kids are like, no. No, they no. don't want to watch. Well, Charlotte was like, I just watched that on Disney Plus. And we're like, how could you do that without mom and dad? Makes me so mad. Jamming on the way here to your core 57 hype song, Donna. Well, I know that I was jamming, but it was, um, I, I'm, you know, like you, I'm, I'm thinking about, um, you know, Kenny Rogers passing. So I was listening to Coward of the County. Good old Tommy and Becky. Such a good song. You know, it's like, there's something about those instruments. It, it just like sounds very old school. Like, you know what I mean? It just, I don't know. It brings Coward you of the, the county. county. What was your core 57 hype song from the 1982 hit movie starring Kenny Rogers as Brewster Baker? Oh, I love that movie. Love will turn you around. Love will turn, turn you around. Turn you around. Dink, 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 Yeah, that's what I mean. Those old, that old Tommy music. Core 57 hype song. It's like the country bear jamboree. Jamboree at Disney. Yes. You know, that movie six pack was filmed entirely in the state of Georgia. Yeah. The entire movie, um, Jefferson, Georgia, they had the, uh, I think it's still Peach State Speedway. I'm not sure. The uh, jail and sheriff car sabotage scenes were filmed in downtown Buford. There's a scene in Six Pack with a van going in the river. That was filmed in Swanee at Settles Bridge at the Chattahoochee River. The car chase scene was shot on Poplar Springs Road in Powder Springs. The wedding scene was shot at McEachern United Methodist Church in Powder Springs, which is where Mark Wills and Kelly got married. Okay, and I was a bridesmaid in a wedding there. And it was a Christmas wedding, and we carried poinsettias. 
I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. And I wore a red dress. Satin. And Dixie Speedway in Woodstock. A lot of the filming for Six Pack was done there. We're going to talk about Kenny because what a loss. What a loss. Core 57, downtown Alpharetta City Center, and also in Milton. Yes, and as we've talked about before, Colleen is doing virtual classes now. Love will turn you around. Sorry. And um, you just turn you. You just need to get your code from Colleen on and and they're doing it on the Facebook live page. I want to say this, you can live anywhere. We have listeners, you know, that live all over. You can do these classes from anywhere. And I think it's a great time to jump in. And here's why a lot of people are nervous about walking into a new gym or a new classes or a new situation. And this kind of gives you an opportunity to try out these classes, do it in your own room and um, try them out for yourself. And then I think you're going to love them so much. You'll want to join um, the gym, but it's a great time now if you don't live in our area to do these classes on Facebook live. Um, there are some great different classes that are um, offered at different times and um, want to stay healthy. Just you got You know, it's so hard right now. Some of the parks are closed. The greenway where we've been biking was underwater the other day. You've got to stay healthy. And you can do these classes on your back porch. It's so pretty right now. You can do them anywhere. You don't have to have a huge room in your house. It's a gym. Very minimal equipment that you need. Um, you can do them on a beach towel. You know, so it's a good time to um, take these virtual classes. And don't you feel fat as we oh enter week three with God. Four of uh, self-isolation, the quarantine? I would want Colleen to know what we're eating right now. She would, oh. She would come through our pantry and clean it out with trash bags. But Core 57 is the way to go. Also download the Caddy and Donna Core 57 Spotify hype song playlist. It's fun and another great way to uh, to hang out. Maybe if you're doing your virtual happy hour, which I don't understand Love that at all. Yeah, you can go from T to T. You can go from Tyler, the creator, to Tanya Tucker. From Earthquake to Delta Dawn. In one playlist. So we will add to the uh, Spotify Core 57, Hypes on Playlist, Kenny Rogers, Coward of the County. Yep. And also, love Daytime will. Friends. Well, I want to add Daytime. Daytime Friends and, and Nighttime lovers. lovers. You know, I we're going to talk about Kenny. Here, here's what happened. When I woke up to the news that Kenny Rogers had died, it truly affected me. And I didn't post on social media. I didn't do anything. I buried it, which you know, Donna, as my wife of uh, six, seven. 18 years. Yeah. I have. It's what you do. A bad habit of putting my head in the sand when there are things that I don't want to deal with. But they crop up later. They do. But that's just my coping mechanism. So I put my my head in the sand the morning I found out that Kenny Rogers had died. He was such a, an influence in my life. Just like you've heard me talk about my dad and, and his love of the Doobie brothers and me growing up on the Doobie brothers for my mother, for Grammy, it was Kenny Rogers. Yeah, my mom was the same. I, I, it's so interesting that we share this because my mom was the same. I don't think we went to as many shows as you know you did, but um, I remember going to Christmas shows at the Civic Center. I remember going to the Omni. I remember desperately trying to ca- catch a tambourine. Remember you'd throw the tambourines out? She was obsessed with Kenny Rogers. He was such a part of my childhood and yours too. Tell, tell me the story. We were telling me the story about your mom. One of my first concerts was Kenny Rogers at the Ovens Auditorium in Charlotte, North Carolina. When I was a kid, I was probably 12 years old. And my mom was obsessed with Kenny Rogers. And this is the period when he was married to Marianne. Oh, yeah. And Marianne would sit in the audience every night and watch her husband, Kenny Rogers, perform. And not many people knew who she was. And that still happens today at country concerts. If you look around, or specifically now, if you look at the soundboard at a concert, that's where the wives and the husbands and the kids and the moms and the dads are all hanging out in the, in the soundboard area because they, they're not, they can't be bothered. And it's also the great, the best place to see any concert. I think he'd point area. her out though. I think he'd like sing lady to her and everything. I mean, I think it was, she was almost like a part of the show. Don't you think sitting up front? No, Marianne? No. I don't know about that. But my mother at this particular show at the Evans Auditorium, we were sitting maybe five rows behind her and my mother would toss ice chips at Marianne. In her seat. Stop. Appalling. It now. As a, it, it, it. This happened. Are you sure you're not making My this little up? little hide remembers this happening. 
He does? Yeah. Did yeah. you say, Mama, stop it? I didn't. Because I was just glad Mama took me to the concert and bought me a... <laughs> An arena dog? <laughs> Some popcorn? An elephant ear. With extra powdered what sugar. Was, what was, I cannot see my mother-in-law doing this now. I, I'm telling you, she did. She did. Remember when he played Country Fair? I'm not done with the ice. Okay. Did she want to marry him? Yes. So it was like. It was, it was a stalker type. Relationship. Thing. Yeah. Kenny Rogers all the time. It was Kenny Rogers all the time at our house. Whether it was eight track in the den stereo or whether it was in her Pontiac station wagon with a cassette tape. All Kenny all the time. I meant to ask you, what did she say when he passed? Did you talk to her about it? I did. I just said, you know, Mama, you did. Because, yeah, I did. I said, you know, Mama, Kenny Rogers died. And she said, yeah, I heard that. I saw that. They hadn't talked about a lot about it on the news. That's sad. And well, I said, well, Mama, there's also a pandemic going on. So, unfortunately, you know, Kenny's, uh, Kenny Rogers' funeral is yeah, going to be 10 or less people. Yeah. Uh, they, I, I saw where his his current wife. Who lives Wanda. here in Sandy Springs, Wanda? They're going to do a public memorial for Kenny once everything clears yeah, up. But that, that could be month, that could be fall probably. But I did bring it up to her, and she said, "Yeah, this is sad news." But um, he also played the buckboard. Yeah, he did. Which back in the day, the late nineties, early two thousands, the buckboard was at the corner in Smyrna, Georgia, of Windy Hill and Cobb Parkway, and John Galuccio was the owner of the buckboard. John Galuccio also managed Mark Wills, uh, Darren Norwood, back in the day. And the club was known for booking artists, country artists, before they became huge. The exception was someone that icon like Kenny Rogers, and it was a huge. It deal. was our show. It, if you remember, it was um, it was a radio station show. I don't know what was going on at the time, but it was like a it was a kicks or a Y one a six show because we had. I remember we had clients there. I remember Rich Floyd being there. I was thinking about this the other day. So I don't know if, if there was something going on that we had access to him or maybe it was something timed in with country fair. I don't know, but that we chose to do it. We chose to do the show at the buckboard. I don't think it was a traditional like John Galicio show. I think it was something we brought to the buckboard, Okay, but it was very interesting. You and I were not even, where were we at that time period? In terms of physicality or what? Emotionality, emotionality. We were and, and physicality. We were friends. Well, we were friends heading toward friendlier friends. But married to other people, huh? What? Right. And so, at the end of the concert, at the end of the concert, I decided to go home, and Donna decides. You decide that that you're not done for the night yet. That you 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 want a little bit of caddy. God, I don't uh, know about come that. Come on, Donna Cho. Let me tell you what Donna does, okay? I'm traveling. To I just Gwinnett, wanted to go to Docs. Whatever. I'm traveling to Gwinnett County. I'm on 285 eastbound, headed towards Spaghetti Junction. I had just left the buckboard in the Cobb Cloverleaf area of 285. Over by the old Rio, like Rio bravo area, yeah. Right, at yeah. New Northside Powers Ferry. Yeah. And I exit for some reason. I don't know that you are tailing me. I don't know that you're behind me, and I get stopped at a stoplight. This is pre-cell phones. And all of a sudden, I am, someone has crashed into the back of, I probably had a blazer at the time. You did. I had a Lexus. I look, and it's Donna. You have crashed into me at the stoplight (laughs) after the Kenny uh, Kenny Rogers concert. It wasn't a crash. It was a bump. It was a love love tap. Okay, but who does that? Uh, I'm sure it happens all the time. No, what had happened was we did have. I think we had cell phones. I'm not. I mean, it wasn't like it was the 1940s. We had cell phones, but I don't think you would pick up because I had. I was trying to tell. I was going home. I was trying to tell you to my wife and kids. Okay, (laughs) kid, my kid. I was trying to tell you, let's go have a nightcap, and you weren't having. You do that by saying by by running into someone's car (laughs) or or, or an SUV. Was, Unbeknownst to the driver, me <laughs> trying to get your attention. Okay, but aren't there other ways to do that? Then I, I mean, had, there was damage done. Oh, please! To my blazer, and I'm sure to your Lexus at the time. You didn't care though. Please yeah. have a drink at Doc's. My ass. <laughs> please. Whatever comes crashing in. There's no damage done to your bumper. 
Uh, Can you play country fair? You know, there were so many times. Uh, Kicks Country Fair was uh, a yearly event that the station threw, and it was a day long celebration of, of country music, multiple artists. There were times when it was ten days. Remember that at the Georgia International oh, Horse yeah. Park Conyers. And then it was also there were some years it was three days, some years it was two days, and then I, I, we pretty much did one day for the past couple, the last couple of years that I was at the radio station. Well, and Kicks had days, and then if you remember at the time, Y one hundred six was the Eagle, and so they were playing more classic country artists. And I remember they had um, who's the daytime friends. Who's the I can't I cannot I I can't promise you that I'm not going to break out into Kenny Rogers' song during today's episode. Who who was the blind singer? Ronnie Millsap. Ronnie Millsap. Okay, so he are you going to tell that story? No, no, no. But he, I'm just saying, he, Kenny, it was that same show, and it was Ronnie Millsap, and it was Kenny. Kenny Rogers was at the horse park. Yes, at the horse park during the Eagle Day. And if you remember, Kenny would wear those vests. He was like, he had vests before vests were cool, like before Blake Shelton. And he had kind of that little tummy, and he'd wear those little, the vest, and he'd just sort of kind of, if you remember, he used to do so many shows. This one wasn't at the horse park, but he would do so many shows in the round. And he would just kind of walk around the stage, and he was just so cute. But the women, ooh, they loved him. I mean, the people who were diehard Kenny fans were. Growing up. In it to win it. On Kenny Rogers, and and him really being a musical hero of mine, later in life and in my career, was around him quite often because he lived here in Atlanta. We're always doing great things for the city of Atlanta and for the arts and for the so music and, and, and so many charitable organizations that are so deserving here in the Atlanta area was around him quite often. And I would always just, because I was, I would always just shut down. I could never have a conversation with Kenny Rogers because to me, you, he was the pinnacle man. Oh yeah. man, was he? And, and you're always, not normally starstruck like that. I'm not, but he, he was one of those that, that, put me on guard so to speak you know what i'm saying i just yeah. and, and it wasn't him at all it was me right, he right. was always the most cordial and welcoming and you know rhubarb had a great he and kenny rogers were like best friends back in the day and mm. um he was always around us at the radio station doing different things and i was just always i would always just shut down almost because it was kenny rogers when he, he kind of had this is like you know some artists like when they walk up I think we've said this before. You almost, if they have on like a ball cap or something, you might not even know that it's them. Kenny had this kind of, I don't know how to describe it. This is probably not right, but like a regal almost presence. You know what I mean? Because he did have that great mane of hair and that beard. And he was almost just larger than life. Like when you would, you know, definitely starstruck when you would meet him for sure. I think Islands in the Stream is one of the most requested karaoke songs out there. Mm. There was one year, Labor Day weekend, Y106 used to throw the last blast of summer at Lake Leonard Islands. Oh, right. Beach and Water Park. You were part of that, I'm yep. sure. And we would all stay up there the whole weekend at the at the resort. And we were always looking for things to go do and get in trouble. And there used to be a bar and restaurant on the road leading into the islands and resort there near Holiday Marina. Oh, yeah. It was on the left as you went to the islands, and it was called the Lighthouse, I Yes, believe. I remember that. And one night, there was a group of like 30 of us that went out and just got in really good moods. And mm-hmm. Dallas and I, there's to this day, there's a recording of it somewhere, and this has been 20 years probably, but Dallas and I karaoke to Islands in the Stream from Kenny and Dolly, and it was, it was bad. Mm. <laughs> it was bad. It was good. But in a good way. Yeah, it was, it was bad. bad. It was fun, but it was good. I could see that. So it's um, a very sad period for for country music and and not just country music. You know, Kenny Rogers was someone that wasn't bound to just country music. He was a pop star. Well, he started out as a rock guy. I mean, he really did. With New Edition, Kenny Rogers. I think it was New yeah. Edition. The, the, well, the, the band. Um, no, not I, no. New Edition is like Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. <laughs> no, but his song was "My Condition." What condition is my condition in? I mean, he started out as kind of a seventies kind of psychedelic rocker. Believe it or not. Um. Yeah. So, and he was married. It was new edition. Oh, okay. It was a different new edition then. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny Rogers' new edition. Yep. Pops right up. Yep. And he was married to Wanda, and um, they were married for a long time. Twenty two years. Twenty two years, and they had twin sons, Justin and Jordan, who were only fifteen years. Only old. Only fifteen years old. Yeah. Kenny died. He was eighty one, and his twin boys that he had with Wanda were just fifteen years old, and. 
I always thought that he just lived in Athens. You know, he had that huge farm out that was in, for sale in Athens. For so long. And I thought that that's where he had been the entire time. Kenny Rogers was into flipping real estate before it became hip. Uh, and, and everybody kind of got into it. You know, he flipped his house in Beverly Hills. He flipped uh, a first house that he bought in 2002 here in Atlanta. And then in Athens, it was, uh, uh, I think, the, the Beaver Dam Farm, if I'm right. Like a thousand acre farm out there. And then he moved to Tuxedo, which is near Chastain, I think. Yep. Flipped the house there. And then the home where he passed with family and, and hospice around him was in Sandy Springs. Yeah. With Wanda and the boys. So Kenny Rogers. Speaking of real estate. Man, oh man, Kenny Rogers. Real estate expert advisors, which is led by Tracy Cousineau, has decided to donate a portion of proceeds from every home sale to Metro Atlanta food banks. Tracy Cousineau and Jason Williford and real estate expert advisors also are hoping and inviting others in the real estate industry uh, to join hands with them and to also pledge a portion of proceeds from home sales to Metro Atlanta food banks. These are the type partners that make something like this, a podcast, like my second act. These are the type sponsors that you are so proud of. Tracy Cousineau and Jason Williford and real estate expert advisors are, are the authority on real estate in Atlanta, but in to, to, Suddenly in a time of need say, you know what, we're going to shift it up a little bit. And here's what we're going to do because right now Atlanta food banks need help. And so they're willing to take a hit, to take a sacrifice on, on the price of a home sale and commissions to make sure that the Atlanta food banks are stocked and have the things that they need. Tracy Cousineau, real estate expert advisors, Metro Atlanta's number one most trusted advocate for real estate consumers. She is a true Real estate guru. If you want to maximize your profit while selling, sell your home on your time frame without being pressured. Call Tracy Cousineau and real estate expert advisors. They have a proven system to get you up to 18% more money, 18% more than traditional real estate agents. 855-MY-EXPERT, 855-MY-EXPERT, or online, tracycousineau.com. That's cousin what? With an E-A-U, because you know she's going to sell your home, tracycousineau.com. In an earlier pod, we talked about Britney Spears and her son outing her during an Instagram live about her not doing more music. And was there something well, uh, else? To among it? other things. Yes. And, her, and his grandfather, Jamie. Yes. And I think he said if he got like 5,000 follows or 5,000 likes, He'd he was going to post a, a picture of her boobies or something. Mm, was that part of no, it? No. No. Are no, you sure? And no. All right. I bring this up because there's another example of young kids outing their celebrity parents, or in this case, their celebrity aunt. Mason Disick is the son of King Disick, Lord Disick. Well, Scott Disick and Courtney Kardashian. Is is their oldest son, yes. right? He joined Instagram. I think he's 10 years old. He joined Instagram and he revealed that Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are not back together. The new season of Kicking It with the Kardashians. What Keep, is it? Keeping it with the Kardashians. It, uh, I think it launched recently or something, but. I think he was taking like questions like live. he was also doing an Instagram live. <laughs> yeah. Live from viewer, you know, from viewers or whatever. And, and so he talked about his aunt Kylie's relationship with her ex-boyfriend. I don't think she was happy. You know, the Kardashians like to, they want to troll this information out as needed. Well, they're very controlling. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Especially Chris, the mom. But here we go again. And you know what? Courtney promptly shut him down. Deleted the account. She says it's because the Instagram rule is I th you, you can't be 10. I know that. Have an Instagram account. I think, yeah, I think you have to be 13. And whether you're famous. So that was her out. Right. Shut it down. But, but whether you're famous or not, that's what you get into with the um, with social media. Because once these kids start these accounts, you don't have access to go in and delete them. In this case, she did because he was too young to be on there. But, you know, if you had a, a, a rogue 15-year-old. You they you know Facebook and Instagram are very clear that those accounts belong to those people, and as a parent, you have very little control um, over those accounts. I mean, obviously, you have control over your kids. You can take the phone away. You can do all of that, but these social channels have certainly not helped parents in that regard. And what's happening as you work from home? Oh. This is not just related to celebrities anymore, because right now, as you work from home and you're quarantined with your kids who are back from college. 
and having to live at home or your kids from school and high school or middle school or home, they are revealing your biggest flaws on TikTok right now. Well, and even if it's not on TikTok or crazy stuff happening on TikTok. Right well, now. but even if it's not on those social channels and you're like, no, 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 I've checked all my kids' social channels. Trust me, they're on house party. They're on messaging, you know, just constant, like a constant daily update on what we're up to. So, and I'm a TikTok authority. I've actually run out of TikTok videos and I didn't think that that could ever happen. But for the past three weeks, I've done nothing but scroll through TikTok about eight hours a day. And what you see, what? And what you see is the real family. Like the kids are posting pictures of mom and dad fighting. Oh, yeah. And getting ready to file for divorce. <laughs> or they're posting pictures of kids scrapping and punching one another, mm-hmm. fighting over little Debbie raisin cakes. <laughs> your kids are posting on TikTok pictures of. You picking your nose. Seriously. I mean, they're zooming in when you're on a conference call and they're zooming <laughs> right. in on you and they're revealing the fact that you may have a blouse on the top, but you're wearing nothing but panties on the bottom, booty shorts on the bottom. Yeah, it's crazy right now. It is the wild, wild west. You jumped the shark on TikTok. I've got to tell you. I jumped the shark on a lot of things. You have. I jumped the shark on the coronavirus. Okay. That seems extreme, but at least on talking about it. Yeah. Back in February. The first That's week when of it February. started, That's when we talked about the cruising. Death starts at 269. And I said, your spring break's not going to happen. This is going to shut everybody down. And I took a lot of heat for that. It does appear like everyone's talking about TikTok now. But I think it's because everyone's home. And I think the parents, the, the kids are oh, starting the kids it's are so starting to get really mad. Because now, like, the, they think the parents took over the Facebook. That's for the old folks. And then they took over the Instagram. And now they're coming after their TikTok. And they are not happy about it. There's a trend on TikTok right now, and the trend is that you undress and you film yourself walking into your boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse's at-home office when they're on a conference call or on a, a Zoom call, and you film their reaction to you walking in nude, like t- totally naked. Yeah, and that you don't know the person doesn't know that you're going to appear. And the yeah. reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's another thing that I've discovered as a TikTok authority during the quarantine. Who are these grown men that sit around all day playing video games? It is bizarre. Because the mo- the with this trend, the naked challenge, I think is what it's called, hashtag naked challenge. What's happening is there are grown men and they're playing Call of Duty and, and the wife is or the girlfriend is wanting to play Call of Booty. Yeah, and so and, she just shows up. And, but the reaction, they're like, get away. I'm playing my video game. Oh, you know? God. Why, why do you do that? Because it's such a bigger issue. Like, do, do grown men need to be playing video games? I didn't know so many did. I guess it's like, I mean, it's no different than, I mean, like, e- esports, I guess it's no different than if you went and played a round of golf to some people. But I don't know. You've never been a video game player, have you? In television. In Atari. Oh, you played in Atari. When I was a child. Yeah. Remember Pong? Barely. Okay. I jumped the shark on Tiger King as well, which is the show everybody. Oh, the documentary on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Here's my thing about jumping it. Can you jump on a Corona cure or again, lottery numbers? Mm-mm. Is there something we can use to our benefit? Mm-mm. This is really a cruddy gift that you have. The ability to predict, but I, I can't ask for specific things. It doesn't work that way, Don. You can't use it for good or evil. No. Absolutely not, because then I would lose it. Oh, you would lose the power. In a recent issue of The Letter, which is, uh, it's an email, it's a newsletter, an e-letter that that we send out every Saturday to subscribers. I was writing about how everyone needed to find a bright spot. And an example of a bright spot was Georgia football standout Todd Gurley coming home to the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, it was kind of like unexpected, and it was just a bright spot. Yeah, just, I mean, when you heard the news, even though everything, you know, has been moved, seasons have been moved and everything, it is kind of a bright spot. Big time friends. Time lovers. Even though the opener to baseball was supposed to be yesterday, they, um, it was such a beautiful day yesterday here in Atlanta and they, the Braves posted a picture, um, at the battery and it just made you feel good. Even though you couldn't go and the season's been canceled, it's just like, there's hope. So what, yeah, what were some bright spots? Well, I asked. 
for subscribers of the letter, you know, reply. Because when you reply on Saturdays, it comes directly to my email. And I said, you know, re- respond with with some bright spots that, that you have found with everything that's going on in the world right now. Jane Brown replied and said, my bright spot was getting to see my dad from a distance while he is in a retirement facility. He was able to go outside and we kept our distance, but so great to see his face. Keep doing what you do. I enjoy the escape and laughter with you. Uh, and the laughter that you and Donna bring. I love that one. I've seen so many of those where, you know, even like a, a spouse is standing outside with like a letter or a note. I'm going to try to do that at mom and Alice. I'm going to have to scale a fence. We'll talk about that on the next podcast. See how that goes. I can tell you probably right now. What's your prediction? Uh-huh. What is your prediction? You'll make it over and I won't. Oh, I, I know you won't. All right. Uh, Stacy Hall, my bright spot this week is my son, who is in the National Guard and may be called out soon. But first he chose to come home from North Carolina to be quarantined with his mom and dad. So grandma got a weekend with her grandbaby, Sophia, and daughter-in-law, and my son, Sean. You raised him right, Stacy. Yeah, that's another one that's been sad. I've heard a lot of people who've been having babies, and they're having these babies by themselves. Although, at the end of the day, we all have these babies by ourselves, so let's just move on from that, you know? Wow. But it's true. I mean, it is kind of lonely. I mean, I get the whole thing like, but I was saying, I said this to a couple of my friends and they were the ones who pointed that out to me. I didn't point that out, but then the more I thought about it, it's kind of But the husband's there for support. Normally, maybe not now because husbands and fathers can't be in the the delivery room. Right. Are you saying that I wasn't there? No, you were there. You were there for the C-section. Yes, you were just. What? You were there. I said. I was working. Right. But I was there for yes. the, see, I don't no. like this. No, you're trying to make something. You're, you're, no, what's I'm going not. on up there? There's something that you go no, and let I'm it out. The, the podcast, Donna, is all about <laughs> release for us. Well, I just remember. Uh, see, here we go. Here we go. Go ahead. I I'm, remember uh-huh. when I was in labor, I was laboring. I'll just never forget it. It was funny and it's funny now Let's because hear it. nothing happened Let's at laugh. the time. Okay. You came over and you said, my mom was with me. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. And you're like, this is with Olivia. And you said, I'm just because we were at Northside, which was near the radio station. A mile yeah. away. And you're like, I'll be right back. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm gonna run over to the office and do a few things. And then I'll be right back. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Because we knew that you were not going to, you were going to, did we know you were going to deliver a C-section? Not at that time. Okay. That's funny. All right. Hey, Caddy. My bright spot this week was that my husband finished a... Oh, here we go. Yeah. Listen, all of you husbands that are doing this need to simmer down. My bright spot My bright spot this week was that my husband finished a bathroom renovation and began rebuilding our deck. All right. Listen, wow. I don't know who you are, but that's enough. You need wow. to stop. You need to stop right now. I saw the other day on social media where Channel 2's Brad Nitz, who is a meteorologist for WSB, replaced his kitchen disposal. That's foreplay. Stop. Yeah, that is foreplay. Stop. Why? Just because. It's, it's, it makes the rest of us look bad. You need to run, listen, sitting you, around scrolling through TikTok videos all day. I don't have the knowledge to replace okay. a kitchen disposal. I cannot do a bathroom re- redo i i can't rebuild our deck not with a no not with a um tool purse no <laughs> that's not gonna happen you know what just be comfortable in your lane don't worry about what everybody else is doing run your own race my friend don't worry about it i would you know if you could get around to some light bulbs that will be all right that would be good how many are out upstairs a, a lot i've not been up there since thanksgiving okay all right the letter is delivered to your inbox every saturday join us it's uh for giveaways, we do exclusive giveaways with a letter. We give links to stories that we talked about and photos. We, we both believe that providing a visual and email form helps you to build the stories that we share and the stories that we talk about during the two podcasts each week with pictures. So tons of pictures. Here's how you subscribe. It's absolutely free. Text left on red, R-E-D. Left on red, no spaces, to the number 22828, and you are in for the letter. All right? You know that clock at Nana's when you come in to the um, to the assisted living place, and you're going to, well, used to, because right now we can't see them. They're under 
you know, they're in their rooms in quarantine, her and Al in isolation. Um, But there's this clock when you come into this as a living place and you're signing yourself in as a visitor log. And it says today is um, whatever day it is. And the time is, and you and I have always thought that is the funniest clock because for the most part, who doesn't know what day and time it is? Well, I, I need one of those clocks right now. Like, I don't know. If you ask me today what today was, I have no idea. It could be a Wednesday. It could be a Sunday. It could be, I, I don't know. I don't know what time it is. It's like we're in Vegas. No lights, no time, no money. No, I mean, we're Black just. windows. Yeah. We're just walking around with a drink in our hand, you know. You and I had a conversation. If you knew there was an expiration date on all this bullshit, would you settle in a little more and be okay with it? So if you knew that there was an end in sight, if you knew, this is just a hypothetical. Yeah. If you knew that the quarantine was going to end on Easter June, Sunday. June, well, yeah. that's a little. Yeah, whatever. Let's say June 1st. Right. Describe your perfect first post-quarantine day. Oh, like the first day you're able to, you're lifted. The veil has lifted. Where are you going? Who are you going to be with? What are you going to be doing? Yeah. All right. And uh, toss us out on Twitter. We can connect there as well at ATL Cadillac at ATL Cadillac on Twitter and Instagram. And I'll share some of the responses I got. You want to know what I would do? I but yes, I want to know Don and you first. I would hug every person I saw. Like okay. I am such a hugger. I want to hug. I'm so sick of this like fist bumping and elbow bumping and all this stuff. So then I would go and meet some friends for coffee. And then I'd get a mani pedi. I'd get a blowout, some color. I'd go to Pure for lunch and drink a huge margarita. Then I wouldn't do carpool. Don't worry about that. I would send you to carpool. And then I would watch some softball over at North Park. Just sit in the stands and like watch softball. Um, I would probably meet you at the bar at Avalon. I'd stroll through Target. I don't know. Just a million things. What would you do? Well, I would go to Avalon in Alpharetta off Old Milton Parkway. And I would start at the bar at Avalon, which is our go-to place. And I would spend about six hours there hugging people and shooting fireball, which they don't have, but, um, and, and just being around people. And then I would go from there to the tavern. What's that place called? Marlowe's? Yes. Well, because they're all at Avalon. I'm going to hit every restaurant bar at Avalon. What? Okay. You're the one that's promoting these happy hour on Zoom events with everybody, but it's not okay once it's it's lifted to go out and be around people. Have a but what time is this? Are you starting like at noon? Oh, okay, yep. All right. When did you think I would start? I didn't know. Well, you were going to say nine. Was that nine a.m. or p.m.? I think. I don't know. No, not like what are you doing up until noon? Just hugging, preparing. Yeah, hugging people, preparing. Okay, drinking water, (laughs) (laughs) hydrating. Okay. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Just get out. I know. Just get in out and see people. But drinking is going to be part of it. Yeah. So I tossed it out on Twitter. And um, let's see here. Samantha, K-A-S-K-A, Keska, Koska. I'm at home all alone in my bedroom with nothing but Netflix and a day's worth of Chicago One on the DVR. Oh, wait. I'm doing that already. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca Burgess on Twitter. My kids are going to school and I can go to the bathroom. All caps alone. No kidding. Um, let's see here. We moms call that our office. Karen Minton, who is now retired, but for decades was a meteorologist channel Two. I'm at my Pilates class for a great reformer class. Then lunch with my parents who I haven't been able to see for the past two weeks. I want to hug them. Yeah, that's true. I'd go straight to see Nana now. Um, Lori Simmons, the beach, Destin, doing absolutely nothing. Fresh air, sunshine. That's good. I'd, I'd like to I'd do like that. I'd like to go to the beach, yeah, Just that, that day. Just to, yes. Can you imagine the number of people that are going to flood beaches and flood mountains and flood bars and restaurants? I know. Listen. Because everybody wants to get out, but everybody wants everybody to be able to work again. I think I would get up like at five in the morning and just start driving toward like St. Simons or 30A just to see the ocean, you know? Brad Duman, D-U-M-O-N, uh, dinner and a movie at Avalon, and then coffee after outside at Cafe. Intermezzo. That, thank you, Donna. Uh, Betsy Richards, uh, going to see my dad without having to stand outside to talk to him. Seeing my niece and nephew, lunch at my favorite restaurant with friends. 
and end the day at City Station with my church family singing to the top of our lungs. Oh, That's a good one. Betsy's over there singing church songs, and you're out. <laughs> drinking at noon. Doing a pub crawl. At Avalon. Faye McGregor, I'm eating at Longhorn with my husband. I have a gift card, and I'm not using it for takeout. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Save it. So uh, thank you all. Thank you all. There is an expiration date on all this going on. Uh, would you settle in a little more? Would you be okay with it? Would it help your nerves? Describe the perfect first post-quarantine day, and you can do that on all social media channels, and we'll include some of those in the letter, which comes out every weekend. So Olivia's making masks. Did you know this? We need to work on a sponsor, Donna. Oh. Okay. You follow along in the packet that it's been hours doing? Well, it comes before that. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Turn page back. Turn page back, Donna. Okay. Right okay. there. Turn back. All there right. you go. There you go. Okay. You see that? You want to do that one? Go ahead and start. So Gallery Furniture uh-huh. is Tell our about amazing furniture. sponsor, Donna and Marilyn. And um, as you know, that they are right now, they are agreeing and wanting to pay power bills for people who need help right now. And we talked before in um, the last pod that that could be anyone right now. Do not be, um, do not feel ashamed. Do not feel embarrassed. If this is you, we're all in this together. Listen, we may need to put our put our power bill up there so and that's um, okay yeah and it is okay because everybody's helping everybody right now and that's um the great thing about what's going on so gallery furniture take time friends donna and marilyn will be happy to pay your power bill for one month you go to the gallery furniture make sure you're going to the right one gallery furniture gainesville Facebook page and just post on there what's going on. You can post for yourself. You can post for a family member. You can post for a neighbor. Um, and she is going to go through and pick all of, you know, pick through all of them and choose numerous ones um, to help pay the power bill for the month. She's going to make the selections on Good Friday, which is April 10th. And um, also want to let you know that they are open for business, that they are um, drop shipping, you know, deliveries that again, they are working with people on FaceTime, they can do, you know, look for pieces over the phone, just call them, they're happy to help you out. Brown's Bridge in Gainesville, I was on the Facebook page the other day looking at the people who have, uh, have raised a, their hand or yeah. who have said, I know someone that, that could really use some help right now. The last time I checked, there were about 250 comments, but there were nearly 500 shares. What does that mean? Yeah. That means that people want to help. People that shared that post from Gallery Furniture of Gainesville on Facebook shared it because they want to make sure that they get that out to all their yeah, social friends. media friends yeah. as well that yeah. could need some help. Kind of blanket. The it's community. very telling. Yeah. When I looked at those numbers and I even reached out to Donna via text. And I was like, you know what? This, this is a great thing that you're doing. And we knew that you guys, listen, gallery furniture, Gainesville does this kind of stuff all the time. Right. Looking out and helping those that, that need some, some help. But especially right now, those numbers are very telling to me. And I reached out to Donna via text and I said the same thing. Browns bridge road in Gainesville gallery furniture, Gainesville on Facebook, um, and um, check them out on all the social media channels. They're online too, and you can still shop. Yeah, ask for Donna or ask for Marilyn. And Marilyn is Donna's daughter, Wolfman's granddaughter. That's right. You know the history of gallery furniture. You know, ask for the Wolfman. Where so are we going? Olivia we is making masks. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, well, I think it's very though. sweet. Explain well, what kind of masks. It's kind of sweet. She so when probably probably about three four years ago. She wanted a, um, she's incredibly creative and she wanted a sewing machine. And so I bought one off one of those like sweet tea flea type mm-hmm. things. There was a lady who was selling her machine. She had everything with it. And cause I didn't know what her commitment level to the sewing machine was going to be. And she never, she kind of used it, but she, she didn't use it. She didn't really learn how to use it. And then all of a sudden, probably th- two or three months ago, she launched this Poshmark business where she takes clothes and kind of refurbishes them and makes them adds things to them and all the stuff. And so she uses her sewing machine for that. And so when all of this came out about Corona and people needing masks, she started, she bought a bunch of fabric online off Joann's and some elastic and started, got a pattern and started making these masks. And she's kind of perfected them. She started doing a few and then she realized that, you know, she was going to donate any of them. They have to be able to cover the, um, whatever the, in, I forget what it is, but the, the mask mask. The N95. N95. So, um, she actually came up with this mask that has a pocket in it that that can, you know, slide into. So she made me a mask, um, 
to where like when I'm if I go to the grocery store and, and I wore it into the bank the other day and it's kind of a bigger mask. It kind of looks like a bandana type mask. And then I thought, okay, am I on camera? Can you yes. wear a mask into the bank? No. Okay, but can you during this Corona time? I'm sure, you know, we need someone to reach out and let us know that's a banking expert. Or do they understand that you're, do you have to take your mask off when you go up to the teller? Are robbers going to take advantage of this? I don't know. Because it kind of defeats the purpose to go up to another individual and then take your mask off to do your business and put your mask back on. So I just left with a lot of questions. But and the, the tellers had a lot of questions. You coming in, right? Wearing a mask to the bank. Well, through the lobby, I took it off while I was filling out my deposit slip. I just took it off. And why did you do that? Purse. Because you wondered. I, yeah. At I, what point when you walk in the bank wearing a mask, did you say to yourself, "You know what? Maybe this isn't the the, the I smartest thing to do." I looked up and saw that little camera thing, and I was like, "Oh god!" So you saw yourself on the camera yes. wearing a mask yes. in the bank in and the bank. thought, "I look like a bank robber." Correct. I should take this off. Yes. And because I'm not in my, you know, normal state of, you know, what flat ironing my hair and having on makeup, clearly, I don't think. Well, today huh? I kind of do. Today, this is as good I as need it a gets. Haircut. Yeah. Well, anyway, I thought they're not even going to recognize me as being who I am, and then I've got this mask on on top of it. That could be an advantage, though. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. I had a lot of questions. I left with more questions than I came with. What about the money? I, I loved you, with more money than we had when we were there. Yeah. yeah. It's happening a lot. Have you found yourself having to unfollow people on social media? Yes. I have too. I'm so disappointed in some of my friends. And these are people that. Well, yours are more political. Mine are just over sharing over. Well, you, mine are political though, but mine are also, um, everybody's a respiratory therapist, right? Everybody works for the CDC and knows better right. than Dr. Fauci. Right. Um, Stop. You know, I've had to unfollow good friends and I, I don't mind doing it because I'm just tired of it. I'm sick and tired of every, let's just all get along. Let's we, not get political. And I've had to unfollow some very good friends, people that I followed because they're funny people that I followed because they just had great content right. on Twitter, specifically on Twitter. It seems right. that's, that's where all of the people that have the right and all the right answers yeah. are living right now. Yeah. And, and Facebook, the expert, the you know, experts. I wish Governor Kemp, Governor of Georgia the other night had had signed a declaration, an executive order that Georgians can only post on Facebook once a day because it is yeah. all getting out of hand. Well, and it's just this constant stream of, you know, and, and the memes are funny. Some of the memes. Well, there's are only funny, about three, but though, there's three that are kind of circle circulating. And it's just, you know, I, I just don't need to know what your kids ate for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. How you're coping with your husband being home. It's just, I don't know. It's its just a lot right now. I think you almost might have to put it on pause and come back to it when we get back to normal. Well, and see, it's funny, Don. I'm waiting for someone, because I've unfollowed some very good friends, some very close friends, and I'm waiting for someone to say to me, hey, you unfollowed me on Twitter. And I say, yeah, you're, you, I just, that's not what I want to read right now. That's not what I want to see. This content that you suddenly think that you're an expert on. However, when things change, I'm back. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to follow you back because... I enjoyed you before this all happened. I don't enjoy you during it. Pre-corona. But I'm back post-corona. Right. doesn't mean you're not friends with them, but you're just, it's just a lot right and now. And everybody knows those people. Uh, I, the, could, I could rattle off a list right now of people that have no business being on Facebook uh, right I, now. I, I've got one who's, who's really not a friend of mine. She's just in this group. And? and? She, well, she, you just can't be an expert. On everything, and she thinks she is. And I, I write I think, her name down. No, I think she's write going her name no, down. no. I want a piece because of paper other people are saying to me like, like they they feel the same way, and they are like, I am. So there's like a text group. There's a text group, a text group conversation going on about this person. Yeah. Did you see this one today? Oh, and wow. like, I'm sitting on my hands to not type. Shut the you know what up. It's, it's just a pot, you can say it. No, I can't. Trust me, I can't. Write her name down. No. Nope. Come on. No, we'll deal with this later. Everybody knows those people, though. They're driving them crazy. They're right driving now. them crazy. Yeah. The other night, I decided to take a break from cooking dinner's my thing at home. And you hear us talk all the time about dinner time at our house, seven o'clock. Very important. Everybody's there. I take a night off, and Donna decides she's going to do hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going. I do. Donna decides we're going to do hot dogs. Well, they were bratwurst. Brats. Well, but they're also hot dogs for the girls because they don't eat brats. Right. 
Which I don't think I ate brats. Like I, I Why did you buy brats? I don't know. Okay. Anyway. There's so. not a lot of, this, this leads into this because there's not a lot of choices in proteins right now. Yeah. Well, they're not in bread either, clearly, right. because the kids had to eat their hot dogs in hamburger buns. <laughs> How much planning went into this meal? I couldn't, I mean, I could not find hot dogs, but I thought it would be no problem. I knew bread was like not kind of out there, but I thought hot dog buns for sure. Because I think I think other people have done the opposite. Like they're eating their sandwiches, like their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on hot dog buns. I don't think that's happening at all. Yeah, you're taking whatever you can get. You'll take a Hawaiian roll if you have to. The kids are like, what? And it just looks so odd on the plate. <laughs> a hot dog hanging out of a hamburger bun. It's, you know, it's like 70% more bread than you needed. <laughs> but that's what happens when I take it out off. Oh. We're eating well all the other times. And Caddy's in the kitchen. Because of dinner affair, and as you, you nailed it a moment, you nailed it a moment ago. That's what's going to happen when we get home, right there. That that symbol, that, that thing you're doing with your hand. Careful, I'll be on TikTok and filming. That's what's happening uh, right now. You're right. Thing, there's so many things that are missing from the grocery stores, it and they're doing a, they're doing a fantastic job restocking, and and the, you know they're on the front lines too. These people that work for the grocery Absolutely. stores and and. and the the drugstores and the pharmacies and places like that. You even went to a far. You even went to a drugstore looking for hot dog. Well, yeah, I mean sometimes they do have like bread, but they're like we haven't gotten a shipment of bread in two weeks. But yeah, what you need though are nutritious, delicious, healthy meals right now with the ingredients that that come to your door. Each meal from dinner affair comes frozen, wrapped in butcher paper, with a sticker on the front, and it says what the meal is. It may say uh, 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 chicken parmesan, may say orange beef. Whatever meals that you choose for the month to be delivered right to your home from dinneraffair.com. The meals that you choose come frozen. You put them in your freezer. You pull them out 24 hours in advance. That's the biggest part of my day. That's the highlight of my day right now is discovering and figuring out and deciding which of the dinner affair, uh, dinner affair meals that are in our freezer I'm going to pull out for the next night's dinner. Yeah, because Especially the, now because the well, whole hot dog and the hamburger bun thing. Well, but and meal time right now is stressful. I mean, it really is because – you know what? Um, money is tighter, and you you know again you're you're feeding kids three meals a day, not to mention a, a thousand snacks a day, and you know you're trying to figure out you're quickly going through food, and you're like, okay, I had this chicken. You know, you've got five or six that you pull out all the time, and you've been through them. You find yourself hiding food. We do at our yeah, house. We're absolutely. hiding food from our kids. Yeah, because they they go through it too fast, you know, and they're just all day eating. But that's why, you know, I, I've said to a lot of people when they've asked me about dinner fare, they're like, oh, is it expensive? And it's not. This is not an extravagant purchase. I mean, this is right now your home. You're not, you're not going to have leftover ones just piling up because you've got ball practice or this or that. You're eating at home as a family. And um, they provide the proteins. You do the sides on your own. Um, it's super easy. It is quick. Again, this is a, not a meal prep service and that there's 15 different ingredients and they're teaching you how to cook. This is just them providing you a service. Each meal has about three or four steps. The first step for every meal is thaw 24 hours in advance. So you can remove that one and say that most meals of dinner affair have two, three, four steps. That's it. Yeah. Every ingredient that you need comes wrapped with the meal in the butcher paper in an individual bag. Every single ingredient. We did the uh, pork mojito uh, yeah, uh, kebabs. Kebabs, yeah. And the skewers even yeah, come. We're in the bag. In the, in, 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 in the package for that particular dinner. Right now, $30 off any order for first-time customers when you use promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y. $30 off your first order at dinneraffair.com. Dinneraffair.com. Check out the Cadillac Jack fan page on Facebook because we do post videos of, of, of me cooking these fantastic, fabulous, and delicious meals on there as well. Delivered to your door anywhere in Metro Atlanta, and there is no contact. They can leave the meals on your front porch, pre-chopped, pre-prepped, giving you more time. Cook with the kids, too. Different meal packages for different size families, dinneraffair.com. Pod peeps for this episode include Nicole Jackson. This whole left on red thing is... I've got a new, I got a new jingle. Okay. Well, hang on. Let's hold for that just a second. Uh, Nicole writes, my husband and I were picking up groceries from Walmart in Rome and we were stuck at the red light. He said, I think I'm just going to do it. Nobody is coming. I said, hashtag left on red is real. I tried to take a picture, but I didn't get it. Let's oh, not yeah. encourage. The oh, yeah. Taking. Let's not encourage. I don't think we should be encouraging left on red to begin with because it is illegal. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, if, if somebody's there. Paula Holler Baker, uh, a couple episodes ago, said the same thing. She was in Gatlinburg and did I mean, a left on to. red. And if, I didn't get a picture of it. Well, let's let's not worry about getting the picture. Let's, let's worry yeah. about surviving that left on red turn and not, uh, yeah. not worry so much about getting a picture. That's kind so, of the second step. The, the jingle. Oh, I've got a new jingle. Uh, I'm going to try to get a new jingle every time until we get one. Really? Oh. Until me and the, the group, the tribe, think we have one that suits us. You know what I mean? So here's the new one. Ready? All right. Yeah. Uh, no. But. All right. You get a pass, hit the gas. You get a pass, hit the gas. All right. I think if we added some drums or something, it would. Yeah. Is that like up, in a loop? Kick it up a notch. So really you only wrote one line. No, two lines, yeah. Well, but it's the same line. But then at the end it goes, go girl, go girl. Okay. All right. Jennifer Flo is a pot peep for this episode. Um, Jennifer's a good friend of yours, but explain this one. Well, it's just funny. Her husband, Aaron, went to the grocery store, and so she posted this on um, her social media page. It says, most people come back with toilet paper, paper towels, Cokes. Nope. This is what my hubby comes in with, a family size box of rice krispies and that was all he brought in we are living the dream in this house lol he loves rice krispies another he was gone for hours he was gone for hours another friend of mine i just think it's so funny what men bring back another friend of mine brought back for her husband brought back he said he was going to the store she's like good see if they have you know toilet paper the usuals which they don't he comes back with four containers of pineapple juice a plunger and some half and half cream she's like what is this stuff like we don't even drink pineapple juice and he said he saw someone else grabbing it, so he grabbed it. <laughs> Just like panic buying. You know, he's looking around, seeing what the women were buying. And the other person was probably like making a pineapple upside down cake or something, but a plunger. But I mean, you know, listen, they're, everybody's home and flushing a lot of toilets, you know. Guess who's a pod peep today? Duh. You. What? Yeah. You're my, like, you're my pod peep. Why? Because today, although you may not be listening to this episode today, I'm going to give, and we normally don't give dates, but I'm going to give a date today. All right, well, today is Friday, March 27th. That's right. So today is Cadillac Jack Day. Oh, please. In the city of Atlanta. I don't think that that was in perpetuity. No, it is. No, it's not. It's every year we have a proclamation. So what happened was after you had your heart attack and you came back to work, They issued, um, the Atlanta City Council and the mayor issued a proclamation that March 27th, every year. Where does it say every year? Read the proclamation. It'll be in the letter. It is Cadillac Jack Day in the city of Atlanta. So, because you were in charge, a couple things. I need you to forgive my parking ticket that I received at the Fox Theater. When? Uh, Two weeks ago. Really? Yes. Why were you at the Fox Theater? For the, they were announcing the opening of the Broadway season for next year. I was did late. you really get a parking ticket? Yep, I did. All right, and can I drive in the HOV lane with just me? Just today. Okay. And but you do that anyway. Free varsity all day long, I think. I can't help you there. Why? You, you're in charge. No, I'm not. Wave your wand. We get home. <laughs> get your wand up. All right. But I'm, I, mean, I, mean, I think it's a big deal. Not everybody has it like a, a key to the city. I think it was just that one year. It's not. When I came back to work. No, you don't just get it one year. It's not like somebody. Your proc- uh, here's a question: Does your proclamation stick? Yes. Is it in forever? Is it in perpetuity, or yeah. is it just for that day that the proclamation no. is signed? Because, like, if Bernie Jones right. got a uh, got a got a day in the Who's city, Bernie Jones, whoever, okay, Fred Simmons, he can't come in on March 27th. That day is taken. You blocked him. What? When is the day though? Today. Oh, okay. So we gotta get. How'd out. you know this? Because I, I didn't. Even, I didn't even know that. You know, what? it came up on my little um, timeline thing, and I ha- we have the proclamation like in the house somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other pod peeps? Um, actually, yes, I do have a pod peep. I don't know him, but I'm so impressed by this. His name is Mitchell B. Lewis, and he is the CEO and president of Blue Links Holdings in Marietta. There's probably someone listening who does know him, and so Blue Links Holdings is a company that um, they're like a wholesale distributor, a building and industrial products. And they have more than 2,200 employees and, you know. Daytime friends. Yeah. So Mitchell took his salary during the coronavirus Mm -hmm. from $70,000 a month to one. Yeah, $70,000 a month to $1. Said that he could keep his. That's a lot of money. That's like. His people employed. 
He's he's doing well. That's like three quarters. Of, that's like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars salary. I, I think, think Ed Bastian from Delta did the same thing. Would you do that? If you have to think about it, the answer is no. Yeah. No. What? Well, I, how much money am I making? Seventy thousand dollars a month. Would I go from that to a dollar during this? For how long? It's uh, we're in uncharted territory, my friend. Uh, I don't know, Donna. I, I, you're going to say, of course I would, right? I don't know. Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to think about it. I'd have to think about it. But what a great decision. Amazing. I, I bet his wife was upset. Or she may have been behind it. But here's the thing. There there are so many people, so many companies. They're kind of doing the same thing. That are doing the same thing. I, you know, you and I have laughed about this, that, you know, Delta was so kind to give all their employees probably a month before the coronavirus really took hold. They gave all the employees extra pay. Well, huge bonuses because of the year they had right. in 2019. Because they had had such a successful year. And I mean, on the heels of that. It's like, listen, can anybody that still has a check, they hadn't cashed it, their bonus, they're going to put a stop payment yeah. on. You know, <laughs> got lost in the mail, something. Who entered the show? Okay. So, um, Sean Parker, who is our neighbor and dear friend. And he is the husband of Debbie, who is my high school friend. I got to tell you a story about this. So Debbie and I, we grew up one street away from each other. I always like to say this. Debbie's a little older than me. She was friends with my sister, but still. Um, but the Hellmans grew up a couple of streets over from us. We all went to the same high school, Campbell High School. And when we moved into our current neighborhood, I went to the bus stop because Will was a little boy and he was going into first grade. And she was up there with her son, Callum, who was going into first grade. And we looked at each other. And we're like, is your name Debbie? And she's like, are you Annette's little sister, Donna? And we had not seen each other, you know, since we moved from Smyrna. And here we are living 10 houses away from each other in the same neighborhood. And we just, you know, have become great friends. I, I couldn't live without my Debbie. But Sean is her husband. And um, he entered the show and he works for Oracle. And Sean and I played a season of mixed doubles. I don't know if you remember this. I do. And our name, because he had no ball control, none. And as you heard from the opener, and didn't play well either. No. So as you heard from the opener, he's British. <laughs> so the name of our team was the Brit and the Twit. That's crazy. Yeah, that's good. We were going to be the Brit and the Blonde, but then he renamed it the Brit and the Twit because he has a very dry sense of humor. And yes, we lost every single game. I'm, I'm actually, I had played tennis. I was playing tennis at the time, but he only played racquetball. So I would get pummeled by his serves because he had no ball control. And I mean, finally it was just like, thank God this season's over, but I love him. And I want to tell you a great story about him. When you did have your heart attack, I couldn't find Debbie and I needed someone to help me out at the house because I was heading to the hospital to be with you. And it was the one time for whatever reason, Debbie didn't have her phone and I got in touch with Sean and um, he's probably the first person that I talked to outside of tug. And I needed him to come down and relieve um, Sarah, our nanny to be with our, you know, daughters at the time with Olivia and Charlotte. And he came down and he played hide and seek with Charlotte. And, and he doesn't have daughters. They have two sons, Callum and Zach. And Charlotte to this day just laughs about it, how Mr. Sean was so much fun. And what he did was he really came down in a bad time and, you know, took their mind off of it. So everybody's got to have a neighbor. And he's a great neighbor to have because, like, if your garage door gets stuck, if something happens, we well, he knows how to do all this you stuff. You need a disposal, kitchen disposal replaced. Or he's your man. A, a, a bathroom renovation or your deck replanked. He's your man. Again, no commentary on you. All right. We do have a small ask of you, three simple things. Number one, if you would, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up on my second act. Uh, number two, if you would, rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod. If you want to leave anything less, just don't. Okay. <laughs> but that helps us to uh, uh, remain charting in the top ten on the Apple Podcast charts and also uh, helps other people find the podcast. And number three, uh, show our sponsors some love. Without the love of our sponsors, there would be no My Second Act. And we're still trending high in India. I just want to say that, first of yeah. all. Why are you obsessed with that, by the way? I don't know. Now, Donna, you know, even when I was radio, I never cared about the ratings. Because I think that rate you're looking in the rearview mirror with ratings because by the time you get them, it's it's at least thirty days in the past. So I just think you can't react to that. I think that. it's interesting because huh? if you do, it's a knee jerk reaction. And so I've never, yeah, what? Okay, but you're obsessed with with podcast ratings and numbers. Well, no, Hans and I are. We like research. We like data. All right. 
1-800-HURT-911, car accident, it's a 911 call, no question. But then call 1-800-HURT-911 to get the best representation. Tracy Cousineau and real estate expert advisor. Tracy, daytime friends and nighttime. Call Tracy mm-hmm. today at 855-MY-EXPERT. in me. Gallery Furniture on Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna. Or now ask for her daughter, Marilyn. And uh, check out the Gallery Furniture Gainesville Facebook page. And if you need some help with your power bill or you know someone else who needs some help with the power bill in this trying time, um, just drop a quick comment and we'll be in touch on Good Friday. Dinner Affair, $30 off any order for first-time customers. Just use the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y. And Core 57, Milton and Alpharetta City Center. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Cadillac Jack, my second act. Part of the App and Podcast Network. 